letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a shooting Tuesday in Brooklyn Park, concerns about bird flu in Minnesota, and the Vikings making a move. But we begin with President Biden visiting a farm in Northfield, Minnesota this afternoon where he's touting his Investing in Rural America plan. Dutch Creek Farms is hosting President Joe Biden as he announces that his administration is investing more than $5 billion in rural America. And I think it's reflective of President Biden's belief that zip code ought not to determine your economic future. U.S. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says the money will be divided, starting up with climate-smart conservation. It's the single largest investment uh, in any one year of conservation in the history of our conservation programs. He says the money will also be used to improve infrastructure and expand access to high-speed internet, as well as renewable energy. And this is an example of the president's rebuilding the middle class in rural America from the bottom up and the middle out. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Mark Fry. Biden will be greeted by protesters at a few different locations today. Groups including the Minnesota Council on American-Islamic Relations will show their displeasure with the ongoing war in the Middle East and call for an immediate ceasefire citing the large civilian casualty count. Protests are scheduled for the airport near the site in Northfield and this evening downtown at the Federal Building. Meanwhile, Minnesota Congressman Dean Phillips, campaigning against President Biden for the Democratic nomination, told WCCO's Vanita Sakar this morning that it's more than a coincidence that Biden is in Minnesota today and making some of his strongest statements yet against the current president. He has failed in the most important work this country needs, which is the repair of our nation. Extremism is taking over. It is taking over on the far right, and it is now manifesting itself on the far left. And I'm speaking for an exhausted majority who are excited about the future, who still recognize that we can affect meaningful change if and only if a new generation takes the reins. Authorities are on the lookout for an escaped inmate in southern Minnesota. 36-year-old convicted rapist Leonardo Lopez Jr. somehow got out of the Watton One County Jail in St. James Monday night. Back in 2006, Lopez was convicted of third-degree criminal sexual conduct, and court records show he was arrested this past August after failing to report that he had a new address while being a state-registered sex offender. Anyone with information on his whereabouts is asked to call police. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. A shooting left one person dead and another person injured in Brooklyn Park late yesterday afternoon. Brooklyn Park Police Inspector Elliot Faust says officers that were just down the block from the shooting scene in the 7200 block of Zane Avenue North were able to respond quickly. Given the dense population, given the fact that it's Halloween, um, we wanted to put every resource that we had available to us in motion to make sure that the area was as safe as we could, um, as safe as we could, we could make it. Faust says there are at least two suspects still at large. Investigators are looking for any kind of video that may show what unfolded. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. The makeup of the St. Paul City Council is expected to look a lot different after all the votes are counted in next week's election. WCCO Radio's Steve Simpson takes us behind the ballot. I will call the St. Paul City Council to order. Roll call. After Election Day, four of those seven names on the roll call will be different. That's not happened in my memory. You know, usually one, maybe two, but I can't think of a time when there were four incumbents that have 
left open seats. Stan Kuzanoki has been involved in St. Paul politics since the days of the Humphrey Muskie bean feed of 1968. While this city council election does not have much historical precedence, Stan says it'll impact the future of the capital city. We're trying to get uh, a new, whole new generation of voters involved, and I think this election is going to be one of the litmus tests to see whether we get got them involved or whether they're just going to stand aside. Whoever replaces Russell Bellinger, Chris Tolbert, Amy Brunmoen, and Jane Prince have their work cut out for them. To see how they're able to network. Maybe there's a freshman coalition that gets formed. They're going to have to use all the people's skills they got. Steve Sampson, News Talk 830 WCCO. In Thursday's Behind the Ballot, WCCO's Laura Oaks will look at the Minneapolis City Council. After a quiet start to the year with just two reported bird flu cases in Minnesota, state animal health officials are keeping an eye on case numbers as November begins. The number of confirmed bird flu cases in Minnesota jumped to 11 in October. Now the disease appears to be moving south along with migratory birds. On Tuesday, bird flu was reported in a flock down in Iowa's Buena Vista County, which is just south of the Minnesota border. What this tells other states who may not have been affected yet is that it's kind of progressing now through the Midwest and there are those different states, including Minnesota, that have had detections of high path avian influenza that now is the time for them to be on their guard and to work with their producers to do the best they can to keep that virus out of their barn. Michael Cruzan is with the Minnesota Board of Animal Health. The latest confirmed bird flu case in Minnesota was reported October 25th, impacting a flock of over 34,000 turkeys in Meeker County. Mark Friday, Stock 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Still no decision on a future site for the MPD's third police precinct building. A council committee yesterday tried and failed again to agree on moving forward with the mayor's latest proposal, a building in the 2600 block of Minnehaha. The site will have another chance of passage tomorrow when the full council takes up the measure. The council, of course, has been paralyzed with inaction for years over a new site after the former building was torched during the unrest following the police murder of George Floyd. All council seats are on the ballot next week. The Minnesota Department of Human Services is looking for people to help find permanent homes for more than 500 children. The 26th annual Celebrate Adoption Circus of the Heart event will highlight adoption resources for Minnesotans. Assistant Commissioner of Children and Family Services Tiki Brown says lowering barriers for families is important. People may be somewhat reluctant to adopt because they think they don't fit the criteria. We want people of all different races, of all different ages, and it doesn't matter if you're married, if you have a house, if you have an apartment, we're really looking for a wide variety of folks. The event happening Saturday at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds helps kick off National Adoption Month. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830-WCCO. Finally today, the Vikings announced that the organization is bringing in another quarterback ahead of the NFL's Tuesday afternoon trade deadline after the injury to Kirk Cousins. The Minnesota Vikings have acquired Josh Dobbs from the Arizona Cardinals, who are just 1-7 on the season. Former NFL quarterback Rich Gannon sharing his thoughts on the move. He's a functional guy. He can use his legs a little bit. He can extend plays. Very, very competitive, smart, heady player. Not going to throw it to the other team a bunch. But he's not going to make a ton of plays. It's unclear who will start for the Vikings on Sunday in Atlanta. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsey Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.